put in his computer. Fantastic. Okay, just had a little bit of a tech glitch there, but we're all good. <laughs> so welcome everyone to the 20 week 26. So half a year of Naturally Healthy Club from the September 2023 group. And today we're talking about staying naturally healthy with ease and joy. And I wanted to start this with one of my favorite quotes of all time, which is, always think what you have to do is easy and it will become so. And it's from a French guy, old French guy called Emile Kuwait. And I just want you to really let that sink in, that in whenever we're thinking about anything that we have to, have to do or anything that we want to do or any changes that we're making in our lives, we can always choose how we think about it. So we can we can always we can be telling ourselves and be in the story of this is hard. I'm always struggling with this. This is like I'm not going to do. It's not possible. It's you know I'm not, not going to get there. Or it's not good enough. I'm not making enough progress. And we can like let ourselves like and have that like negative like the negativity bias run a mark. Or we can actually make a decision and make a choice to think about whatever the, in this case, like our weight and our relationship with food, think about that from the perspective of, no, this is easy. <laughs> like I can do this. And just notice like when we, like for any set of circumstances, we can choose the, the, the struggle story or we can choose the story of ease. And so I invite you just as you go out into the world <laughs> Just know, just start paying attention to like, am I choosing to think that this is hard or am I telling in that struggle story or am I choosing to let myself think that it's easy or that it could be easy? And maybe it's easy, like is too big a stretch, but even just going like that it's possible and like just staying in that, that, that mindset of possibility, mind that mindset of, yes, I can do this, and that mindset of feeling good about whatever it is that you're doing. And that will 100% change your experience of it. And, but, and also it would, it would like when we tell it, think, think that things are going to be easy, that they, it, they will become so. So the more we tell ourselves, oh, this could be easy, I can do this, then the easier, like the, it's just like this, this little hack that helps it become that way. Okay, so we're going to do a written exercise today. So you'll need something to write on. And our plan for today is I'm going to go through our philosophy and then we're going to go through our, um, then I've got some news to share. And, and then we're going to just do a quick recap on last week's lesson. And then I really wanted to spend some time going through our process and talking about this idea about staying naturally healthy. And for, th for those of you that are completing, get a good, um, plan for you to move forward and keep the momentum going that you've created over the, the last six months. And then after we do that exercise, I want to do a check-in with everyone. Um, so I want to he hear a tiny win from you. So we haven't done that for a while. So start thinking now and then we can jump do any coaching that, that anyone needs. Okay, so Naturally Healthy Club Philosophy. So I am naturally healthy or I'm becoming naturally healthy if that feels more believable setting intentions gives me the best of both worlds I'm way more powerful than I think how do I want this to go great question for helping us be intentional uh, overeating isn't worth it I can have it later so when you're tempted to 
you know, overeat, just remind yourself, oh, no, I can have more of this later. Um, I change best when I feel good. Reminder to look for the, the progress. I don't have to do this perfectly, as we all know. <laughs> the most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods and we prioritize protein. It feels so good to be intentional. It feels so good when we're being intentional. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. So I want you to think about that, that even if you like your weight isn't exactly where you want it to, just this idea that, yes, you're learning the lessons that you need to learn and it is happening in the perfect amount of time. And yes, we do, like we always want it to be faster and and um, and to be there already, but it's actually this journey of learning and discovering and learning how to be self-compassionate and uh, being kind with ourselves and that that is actually going get, to get us there. And so we are, we're getting what we need when we need it. Uh, there is no failing, only learning. I want to do this. I can do this. And a thought that we had at the very beginning, change is possible. So just to remember, yeah, like change is possible. And now you have evidence because you have changed over the last six months. And so, yeah, that's a really good thought to, to remind yourself when you feel like, oh, hang on, I'm falling back into bad habits. No, change is possible. I have changed. I am changing and I'm going to continue to change. Okay. Now, in terms of all oh, news, uh, so post of the week, Prize This Week went to Nicole, who shared her Venn diagrams, love a bit of a science and <laughs> maths, maths analogy. And she said, this week I've been doing dance cardio, which I love. It's um, enough to enjoy it. I, it's enough to enjoy it, but my being out of my comfort zone is causing a little bit of overeating. I've thought of, uh, I have a thought I always sabotage myself when I'm which I'm changing intentionally to it's okay to do both for a while, just like a Venn diagram. So I love that Nicole had like noticed that thought of, oh, I like she's overeating. So she's like, oh, I always sabotage myself, which isn't a helpful thought, like just makes you feel blur. And instead, like she's like coached herself and found a new thought of like, you know, it's okay to do both for a while. And actually just bringing some acceptance into the situation. Okay, I'm doing this dancing. I'm doing a little bit of overeating it's okay to do both for a while <laughs> and then like and just notice how that feels so much more empowered than I sabotage myself and so yeah I wanted to celebrate Nicole for sharing that in the group and then also of course like what will happen is when you do give yourself that permission of oh it's okay to do this then you can bring some curiosity into it and like maybe ask well do I really want to be doing this overeating and just gently coach yourself on, on that so so good Nicole um Okay, and oh yeah, and in other news, for those of you that are continuing on, um, just a just a reminder, I sent in the email today. So for those of you that are interested in doing some work like doing some work around alcohol in addition to the work that we do around food, um, the next call of the Secret Society of Intentional Booze Hounds. So we have we're having one call a month for that. Um, that's actually on next week. So if you're interested in doing some work around alcohol, just um, send me a message in Circle or email me and let me know so I can because um, there's a secret section in Circle for the for the booze hounds. Uh, so yeah, let me know if you're interested in in that, and I can send you the send you the details and let you into the secret section. 
Um, oh, and also I've still got applications open for the next group. I have been a bit unorganized with this uh, <laughs> with, with marketing for the, this new new launch. So um, applications are still open and tell your friends, like if you've got value from the Naturally Healthy Club, like, and you know someone who's struggling, who's in that, that, that river of misery of feeling the pain of like being uncomfortable and having that awful relationship with food, like send them a link to the, um, I just put a link in the chat, but send them, send them to Stone Soup, tell them, send them to have a look at the, um, the, the invitation page because that's got all the details about the Naturally Healthy Club. Okay. Um, okay. So now we'll just do a recap on last week's lesson, which was, I always solve my problems, AKA how to coach yourself. <laughs> and so basically there were, there, there were kind of four parts to, 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 to coaching yourself. First is like coming from it, the purpose and reminding yourself that you are a problem solver and to get yourself in that like positive frame of mind and feel that empowered frame of mind, you know, actually actively thinking about a problem that you've solved in the past and that you have like that is now like you know something that's easy for for you so we want to remind yourself you're a problem solver next one is to apply some radical acceptance so like because whenever we're having any problems like nicole's problem with the oh you know she's overeating and she's doing this dance thing so there was the overeating part but then there was also she was shame. I'm sabotaging myself. Like there was the, the shame that she was putting on top of that, and the um, yeah, and the story about how like all the extra guilt and negativity that comes from our thoughts that it shouldn't be this way, and, and we shouldn't be doing that. And so by radically accepting, we like often like that chops the problem in half <laughs> and makes it a lot smaller problem. So we want to stop judging and shaming and just make like just accept of course this is hard of course this is a problem for me at the moment and then our problems are automatically smaller and then the next thing we want to do we do to coach ourselves is to get curious about our thoughts and so the best we did an exercise last week of just doing a brain dump of like writing out like opening a note on your phone or just getting a grabbing piece of paper and writing like what are all the negative thoughts that what am I actually thinking about this at the moment and then just getting it all out of your head and that process of getting it from head to paper is so helpful because when the thoughts are swelling in our heads, they seem so much more true and bigger than when they're out, when we see them out on paper. And then you just choose the thought that like has the most emotional charge or that you think is that, that jumps out at you, that speaks to you. And then like choose and like, know, like accept that that thought's been coming up and notice how that thought makes you feel. Generally it, it will make you feel not good and disempowered. And then when and then when you recognize that, then finding a new thought that you want to think intentionally, to think on purpose, and just experimenting with the new thought. And then also you can then think about, okay, well, are there any experiments that I want to do in terms of my actions? So um, so maybe like in Nicole's overeating example from the dance class, she might want to just go, okay, well, after I have the dance class. You know, I, I do want to have some food, but rather than just being an open-ended grazing situation, maybe she wants to, like maybe an experiment might be that she um, you know, sets an intention of what she's going to have when she's finished the dance class, uh, like and, and be intentional about that before she finishes the dance class. So she knows she's, okay, I'm going to have whatever it is, you know, a bowl of yogurt, I'm going to have whatever, a, a, a cookie, and but then 
set the intention of that's what I'm going to have. And then also like sitting down and enjoying it and being intentional about eating it. And then of course, coaching herself when she wants to go back and have more. And that might be an experiment she could do, or maybe she could like do an experiment to do some feelings work around this, like that feeling of out of her comfort zone. And actually before she start when she notices that she has the urge to eat after the dance class maybe like just setting an intention to do the t- like tiny feelings so like just write one word on a post-it note about how she's feeling and like do that word so she might like to have a couple of experiments to try to to solve that pro- to solve that problem um yeah and then you just keep trying things until you get one that until you until it works <laughs> and keep and you can also keep experimenting with different thoughts as well until you find like one that that help that that helps so that's how we um we 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 that's what we we do to solve our problems did anyone have any questions or anything come up from from last week's oh, pretty self-explanatory we are problem solvers amazing <laughs> okay let's talk about staying naturally healthy with ease and joy so fun um so what happens like most people i like when you can when they complete naturally healthy club, most people continue on the trajectory that they are uh, are going on, and so for some, um, and you know, it just slowly happens. And I love getting like messages or emails from people going, "Hey Jules, I hit my goal." Hey, or "Hey Jules, like you know, I'm feeling really good," and like like yeah, checking in. Like I got a um, message on Instagram from Marissa who was in the last group, so the Feb last year group. And she was like, um, yeah, like I'm done. She's like, I'm wearing this jacket and didn't think I would ever be able to button it up again, this blazer. And she's like, she was really happy. And she sent me a photo of her blazer. And um, and she was like, yeah, like I've, I've stopped with weight loss. I'm like down 35 pounds, 37 pounds or something. And she was like feeling really good about it. So most people continue on the trajectory that they're on. And slowly, slowly, like weight, the weight continues off, um, continues to come off. But some people like do gain weight and when I, when I, like, when I ask them about it, it's always because they've stopped doing what works. Like there's never been, oh, I'm doing all my habits still really consistently. Um, you know, I'm, and I'm, and I'm following the, my, pro- my process. Like it's always like, oh yeah, I've stopped doing that. I've stopped doing that. And so when you, if you do get to a, a patch where you're starting to gain some weight, just remember like, that's okay nothing's gone wrong like these things happen and we all like there's always times where we have these learning opportunities to go oh yeah okay so when I like when I let go of my daily practice or when I stop weighing myself like the this is like this is what this is what happens the weight goes back up and okay this is a great lesson to learn that actually what I am doing like having those habits actually makes a difference and seeing it as nothing's gone wrong like it's just something here for me to learn and like and not letting yourself go into the story of oh I failed again and blah, 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 I'm going back to my old things like just going oh hang on and coaching yourself and going okay learning what doesn't work is just as valuable as learning what does and it's just as valuable as kicking goals all the time and like there's still times where I learn lessons <laughs> about things and this is all just part of the joy of being human and so yeah, just when you notice if things aren't heading in the right direction, just stop and go, hang on. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm learning what doesn't work. Great. <laughs> um, and that's just as valuable and actually seeing it as, oh yeah, like just 
this matter of fact, this is part of me learning and part of me adjusting. And yeah, cool. So I have agency over this. I've got, what do I want to, what do I want to experiment with? And using that, like that framework to experiment, to find your way back to where you want to be. And I think that the, the, one of the, the trickiest parts about being naturally healthy is that it's like the work that we do, like it is really subtle. So it can feel, sometimes it can feel like, oh, it won't make a difference. Um, but, but, it, it, and then, but when you drop off some of your habits, your habits, then you, you, it does make a difference. So I want, I think like the fact that it, like the, the habits are tiny is a blessing, but then it can also be, they can feel like, oh, it won't matter if we, if I just stop and yeah, like really just remember that the difference between being naturally healthy and just being random and struggling is just this bringing the intentionality into your eating experience. And that's, so we have our process and that's all geared around helping you be this intentional person who has the best of both worlds, where you enjoy the food you love and you feel good in your clothes. And if any of, if like, and if you aren't like, if you aren't, if you ever get to a point where you aren't progress where your weight isn't where you want it to be it's always because like it's just this intentionality piece that it's what we need to to bring back and so I'm going to go through our process now and remember as I'm going through this that it's up to you like and we've been on this treasure hunt for the last six months of finding what your process is like what are the exact thoughts and habits that make you naturally healthy. And so as we're going through this, I want you to really just think, yes, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is important for me. And then we'll do our exercise to determine what your essential minimum requirement habits are. So yeah, remember it's a treasure hunt because what, what naturally healthy looks like for one person isn't necessarily the same as what it looks like for other people, but there are commonalities. So we've got Four parts to our process, light, L-I-T-E, and the L is for listening um, to our bodies, but also listening to our soul and our hearts. And just and the thought that goes along with that, first of all, is overeating isn't worth it. And then the second one is what do I really need? And that can be a helpful thought for those moments where you are like engaging in a like a bit of like when you're eating, when it's, when you know, you're not hungry and you don't really, it's not really about the food, like asking yourself, what do I really need is a great question to bring into those moments to uncover what it is that you need so that you can give yourself what you need. And maybe sometimes it is a little bit of food, but oftentimes it's not, it's something completely different. And then the habit that goes along with listening to our bodies Two there's two, two options. One is like leaving bites behind. So when we notice that we're full, like letting like not not finishing our plates or the other option is to be intentional with our serving sizes so that um yeah like so that we we do finish our plate and if we finish like so so, same as a smaller amount but then when we finish that listening to our bodies and checking in and going oh was that enough like do i do i need more and giving ourselves the opportunity to listen to our body in that way rather than serving ourselves less and going, oh, no, that's all I'm allowed to have, like letting our body help us decide that by listening at that end of the eating eating window. Okay, so that's listening to our bodies and what we really need. Then we've got um, I for making intentional choices. And 
this is, remember, this is all around using, we have different parts of our brain. So this is all around using our prefrontal cortex, our naturally healthy brain to help us make choices around food in terms of what we're eating and also how much. And the, there's, again, two thoughts that are really helpful for this. First is like, how do I want this to go? And that's when you can use that thought when you're thinking about any any like kind of what you're going to do in the future. So whether that's you're about to have, you're sitting down to dinner, you can think, how do I want this to go? You're walking into the kitchen to, to bake some cookies. You can think, how do I want this to go? Or when you're doing your daily practice, thinking about your whole day. Um, so that's one, so that, that thought's really helpful for the future. And then the, the other thought that's really helpful for making intentional choices in the moment is, do I want this? And so that's when we find ourselves like eating something random and then we can just, when we notice, oh, hang on, <laughs> this, you know, I hadn't, didn't, this wasn't really part of my plan or so I wasn't, hadn't really just planned on this. Then we can bring that thought of like, do I really want, do I want this into that moment to help us, um, help us get up our naturally healthy brain, our prefrontal cortex back on, on board. Cause oftentimes in those moments when we're randomly grabbing stuff, it's our emotional brain or our chimp brain, as we spoke about last week, that's making that, that choice. So by asking yourself to like, you know, do I want this? And actually pausing and not letting the chimp brain answer, like the chimp brain might be, yeah, quickly reply yes, but just pausing and checking, checking again, do I really want this? And seeing like, okay, what do, do I, and sometimes the answer will be yes. And sometimes the answer will be yes, but I, and I just want one, one piece or just one more bite. But sometimes, and sometimes the answer will be no. Um, but yeah, having those, like having those thoughts in the moment are, are, are really helpful. Then our habits that go along with making intentional choices are our daily practice. Um, and yes, like I'm actually up to almost at a thousand days of streak on my daily practice. So this isn't something that I've like, oh, it's a nice exercise to do and getting like my students to do it that I don't actually use in my own life. Like this is a cornerstone habit for me for being naturally healthy. It's just that that one like touchstone that I have with, okay, setting my intentions for the, for the day in terms of food and alcohol. Um, and actually Joan had a great post in the group this week because she's, she'd had a week of like, I think she got a chaotic eating, <laughs> eating and she was like, actually, she noticed like when I have a plan, it's actually, even if I don't stick to the plan, it's better than when I don't set any intentions at all. So our daily practice is one habit. Um, our, our meal schedule. So actually having that habit of eating, giving, giving ourselves a gift of eating proper meals and being intentional with our snacks is another, another habit that's a, an option. And then the third habit that goes along with making intentional choices is being intentional with our serving sizes. So when we're like serving ourselves up food, like actually looking at it and thinking like, does this feel, this is, you know, does this feel like a good amount, amount for me? And actually sometimes if you're not very hungry, intentionally serving yourself less so that you're not tempted to overeat and um, yeah, and feel like, and regret the choice later. So three habits that can go along with making intentional choices. And then for tracking, the habit that goes with that is daily weighing. And the thought that goes along with that is, yes, it's okay, I weigh whatever it is. And we want to bring that acceptance into weighing ourselves. Then E is for enjoyment. The thought that goes along with that is there's no rush. And the habit that we started with, um, 
that that goes along with enjoyment is just putting our, our cutlery down. So when we've got food in our mouth, cutlery stays on the or utensils stay on the on the table. And the the reason for this habit is a because it's del- delicious and fun, but also when we slow down and we really let ourselves give ourselves permission to enjoy the food then we're way more likely to feel satisfied than if we're rushing and shoveling. So yeah, this putting cutlery down is a, is a, is a, is a cornerstone habit. And I see it as it's kind of like, you know, a meditation practice or a yoga practice. It's like a practice. It's like, you don't like, there's still times where I, where I like I'm shoveling and I'm rushing and I'm like, and I, I catch myself, and I, but I don't make it mean anything. I'm just like, oh yeah, that's right. And like, and I put the cutlery down, and I slow. I was like, no, it'll be better when I slow down. And I, it's not. It's not like I don't tell myself I'm failing or that it's bad. I just got noticed that. Oh yeah, of course. Like I'm, I'm rushing again. Oh cool, I remembered. Great, I've remembered. Great, I want to slow down, and it's going to be awesome. So that's one part of enjoyment and then the other part of enjoyment is to like anticipate something delicious so let yourself give yourself permission to plan treats give yourself permission to plan indulgences give yourself permission to think about like what's food that you really love and 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 set an intention of when you're going to have it so that you like you get to enjoy enjoy those things and you get the double pleasure of enjoying it in the moment but also enjoying the anticipation of having that thing because remember we get just as much pleasure from and we get dopamine release when we think about um having a reward uh, or having a having something delicious as when we're actually eating it and like there's that research around like the um cocaine addicts who are like like where they actually looked at the dopamine release in their brain and like when they thought about having the drug like that was just as like they got just as much dopamine as when they were actually taking it and I think it might have actually been a little bit the anticipation was actually a little bit more so that's our our process so now let's move on and do our exercise so first question is and just to like to like get ourselves in that that positive mind frame is just like what's working well for you right now so you can actually let's type in the chat so we can see what, what people are, are thinking. Need some water. Just in terms of your your naturally healthy process, like what feels good for you at the moment? No one's typing. Come on, someone said something. Oh great. Lindsay's Lindsay's saying being intentional, amazing, excellent. So what exactly, like I'm curious about like what exactly does that look like for you, Lindsay? got nothing else <laughs> okay amazing dean less grazing more feeling feelings and rest i love it okay great portion sizes and anticipating indulgences carol's saying coaching myself love it ditto being intentional and putting cutlery down great rachel having more intentionality around food a little um more though and less effort perhaps great great and naomi said much more aware of my feelings and thoughts that my might um might hinder to support my eating pe- 
to support my eating peace. I love that, Naomi. Um, Tracy's saying, Christine's saying, I remember to check in with fullness during the meal. That's a really great one, listening to your body. Um, Tracy's saying daily weighing and planning snack before I start cooking dinner. So happy to hear that, Tracy. Amazing. Okay, look at that. Everyone's got something well. It's going well. Okay, so next question is, like, what are your minimum essential requirements? Like, what are your minimum naturally healthy habits? So give you, I'll give you a couple of minutes or a minute or so just to, to think about that. Like, for you moving forward, what are your minimum requirements going to be? Okay, and yeah, you can, um, and actually, yeah, let, let's type in the chat and see what, what everyone's planning to have. Oh, actually, let's, let's, um, let's unmute. That's, it's more fun <laughs> if we can talk, talk. So has anyone thought about what their minimum requirements would be and willing to share with the group? Okay, Naomi's got three proper meals, one snack, more protein, balanced plate that includes fiber, protein, and carbs. Okay, amazing. Um, what about in terms of like mindset stuff, Naomi, um, and those types of habits? Jennifer's saying tracking and intentionality. Do you want to? Yeah, I think for me, um, it I, it's so important for me to eat enough. Yeah, because right. if, if because I've dieted so much, the whole thing about eating and you know not overeating, making sure you don't eat past fullness. I mean, it just messes me up. So I'm still learning it. But what I'm finding is that I kind of know what a balanced plate looks like for me, and and what is is gonna it what's reasonable for for me, and I will eat that. But sometimes I'm feel kind of empty. And over even over the past six months, I've thought, that's good. I feel kind of empty. I'm going to, I'm in a calorie deficit. I'm going to lose weight. That's what I need. And I'm thinking about calories and that I'm a little bit hungry and yay. I don't know what I'm thinking. Now, like even for lunch, I had my lunch. I had salad and tofu and uh, garlic bread. It was a nice little plate. And I was still hungry. So I went back and I got some cottage cheese and walnuts and some maple syrup and I'm happy as a clam. And it wasn't like a huge amount, but like for me, the whole thing about, um, I don't know where it is about um, overeating is never worth it. For me, undereating is not worth it because I will rebound. I will, that's been the losing, gaining, and just staying in the same place. Whereas I find if I that if I'm using any kind of willpower, then there's something wrong, because you're absolutely right. It should be easy, because it can be my easy, body yeah. knows, and I just have to trust it. So that's like an ongoing thing, right? And so that's all. You, in- yeah, amazing. So for you, Naomi, it's that listening to your body, listening yeah. for satisfaction. So letting yourself feel satisfied is the yeah. minimum requirement. And not turning myself inside out about it. Like not going, yeah. am I really hungry? Maybe I'm not really hungry. Maybe just, it, 
it's a psychological, like just to trust that if I just feel like I'm still thinking about food, I'm still kind of obsessed with it. What I don't do though, what I'm trying not to do is, oh, I'll eat four cookies because I'm still hungry. What I'm trying to do is eat a little bit more protein. It can have a little bit of syrup on it. It's not going to kill me. It's like, it's not even a teaspoon. You, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a black and white thing about it. So yeah, and this is honestly, huge. this yeah. this community has helped so much because it's really hard not to get stuck on old ways of thinking. It's it's really sneaky. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so, so this that- is such a great example as well, Naomi, of that we're all different and that what your naturally healthy process looks like is different from somebody else's. So because like you're like, you're, you actually don't really have much weight to lose. So you're in this, like your, your balance and what your focus of feeling satisfied is because you have a history of under eating, but that's really important for you. Whereas someone else who has a lot of weight to lose for them actually like listening to their body and being intentional with their serving sizes and not overeating is is more important to focus on. Well, and so, for me, that's yeah. where the three proper meals comes in because yes. if I glaze, then all bets are off. There's no listening to my body at all. Yes, um, yeah. Like if, if I know that, um, like I love having tea time. I love knowing that I'm going to have, like sometimes it's something really, you know, it's a chocolate eclair and sometimes it's just a protein bar and, you know, but whatever it is, I was always, I mean, for years, always starving before I was cooking dinner and wondering because you shouldn't be snacking. (laughs) Like I shouldn't, I need, I don't need a snack in the morning. I can wait till lunch because I eat a little bit later in the morning anyway, but boy, like I was so hung up about, I shouldn't snack, but then I was grazing all day. So what's the point? It was just, so I've changed a lot. Thank you for that. Amazing. Amazing. But, and isn't it like, it's like, is that one thing of like having three proper meals? Yeah. Like like that. So that's your, so that's your intention that like, pretty much you don't like, you don't necessarily need a daily practice because you're like setting that intention every day. I have my three, three meals and my snack. And then your um and then you're listening to your body is actually making sure you feel satisfied at the end. Of yeah. It. And then it's really important that I I eat until I'm satisfied at the yeah. meal. Yeah. So I can't I can't eat until I'm not satisfied and then expect that I can just w- wait and ignore myself because then I get cranky. It's not yeah, good. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it, yeah, like that's and if you're thinking like like that, oh, I, I'm in a calorie deficit. That's turning on your psychological hunger. So it's like, so that's two things. Yeah, because then I feel like I'm dieting, and right now I don't feel like I'm dieting, and it's and and I really actually feel naturally healthy, which is unbelievable. So yeah. Oh, I'm really so good. happy to hear that, Naomi. Yeah, amazing, amazing. So great. Okay, that was so good. Thank you, Naomi, and I loved your post that you shared in the group. Thank you for that. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Who else wants to, um, wants to, to share your, you've got some minimum requirements or does actually, and, um, or does anyone have any, um, any coaching that they want to do today? Is there anything that's feeling hard at the moment? Okay. Rachel said already, Already weigh daily, 
um, do a daily work practice, which added added the personal plate piece. Um, so decided fork down will be mine. Amazing. Cool. And does that feel good, Rachel? Like, do you feel like you're making progress on your goals? And That's definitely the minimum. So when I kind of am lost in everything else, that's the minimum Come one I always yeah. try to focus on. Like I wasn't super intentional over the weekend with portion sizes and was kind of all over the place. But a comment you said earlier, like how subtle it is between um, like being intentional and like, I forget exactly what it was. Yeah, not yeah. And being random. But, <laughs> yeah, random. And so that's, I mean, I, I completely felt that. So while I was kind of all over the place, I wasn't so far off. And then it's easy to reset today and just be like, okay, let's be a little more intentional and just focus on a few different things opposed to just kind of going off the reservation <laughs> and just eating you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's nice how it is easy and subtle, but it's, you know, just then the regrouping and resetting. And I think like we've all said, sometimes, you know, you want a quicker result or see it, but again, it's, it's okay. Cause it is just these small changes and putting intentionality around it. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, and so like we can see that as actually like that's great. Like it's good news because I oh I only have to do these little things to mm -hmm. to feel better about it. And also like having those random eating experiences is often a reminder of actually this doesn't actually feel that great, and I actually don't really enjoy it as much. Whereas no. when I'm in, being that little bit of intentionality, I get that balance. So yeah. that's that's awesome. And also like and I think like having that 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 reset of oh okay putting my cutlery down is like that's bringing intentionality into my eating experience yeah. like and bring yeah. that enjoyment in and feel really I good tend to probably do two larger portions and I used to have the habit of really overeating which has definitely reduced but I definitely was eating larger portions than I should have so um even with just putting the cutlery down it kind of does still help bring that back into perspective versus just going so far to where I feel sick I ate so much yeah amazing so even though I still ate too much it wasn't all the way you know so far too much yes cool cool so you're dialing that back and the more yep. you dial that back mm -hmm. yeah the and then yeah it didn't feel good it was like why did I need to eat all that I didn't <laughs> yeah yeah so do you think maybe like for you, Rachel, and like next, the next habit to work on would be just to bring that intentionality into your serving size? Because you're, you're, you're different to Naomi, like you don't have a big history of restriction and no. dieting. <laughs> hey, so, but yeah, for you, like that intentionality of, oh, actually, if I like just putting less on my plate to up, up front. And I had done pretty well the last couple weeks but it just sort of all went out the window I wasn't really paying attention to stuff this weekend so yes I I think keep working around that to where that does become more of a standard habit versus you know having to think about it so much or not think about it and not do it but yeah. yes continuing that is a good thing yeah, but and also like being intentional with your serving sizes is a great way to make it easy because then you don't have to like 
stop. You can just eat mm-hmm. your, what's on your plate. And then you check in and go, oh, was that enough? And most of the yeah. time it will be. <laughs> but if you do need more, you can always go back. Mm-hmm. And but, I definitely agree. I'm the person that needs to serve less because I tend to eat what's yeah, on my plate. So it's like I'm eating so. Yeah, so it's a smart way to engineer your environment. And it's really great learning that and being aware of that and having, you know, understanding that that's how, what works for me. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, fun, Rachel. Like, like that's so cool to like, okay, this is my next experiment is just to play around with my serving side. <laughs> and I particularly noticed, like, if I've had a big, like a, this this weekend, like on Sunday I had a big eating day. And so yesterday, like Monday, like I naturally didn't really feel hu- that hungry. And so I naturally served myself less and like, so then my weight had been up and now it's back down, like to where it was before just from that day. But it wasn't from like what I was serving myself. Like if I had, a, but I did let myself feel satisfied at the meals. And if I hadn't have, if I had have still felt hungry, I would have gone back and got more, but I was yeah. like, nah, that was, that was plenty. Like, and like, it was like two eggs. I hardly ever, like, I usually have four eggs. <laughs> it's like, yeah, two, two, it's comp- what enough, enough. Yeah. So yeah. Amazing. Oh, great. Keep up the amazing work, Rachel. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Lindsay, yo, what, what about you? Um, minimum requirements for you? Um, surprisingly, I've put down um, that it was going to be keeping the journal and weighing daily. Um, the journal, I'm up to about 150 days, I think. Uh, and it's just got those lovely ripples of other positive effects in my life. It is a lovely way to start the day, writing three things I'm grateful for. Um, I think I would genuinely miss that. So I want to make sure that I keep that going. Um, and I think it'd be just too easy to stop weighing so I want to set some intentionality about making sure that I carry on weighing daily. Um, right, right. So has that happened in the past that you like go through phases of not weighing yourself? Oh yeah, completely. This is the only thing I've done where I've weighed daily. Other things I've only weighed on the public scale in front of Oh me. right, of course, of course. <laughs> For the applause. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um and I it was a probably the one I was most resistant to. So I suspect it would be the one that would drop off first. Um, so I want to stay intentional with it because I've learned a lot about my body with weighing daily. Yes. So. Yeah. And I think just keeping like bringing, like remem- remembering actually it's just data and I'm just doing this for information. Like this, it's not about my self-worth or anything, like is a good check-in. And yeah. actually noticing if you're starting to feel like this, resistance to weighing yourself that's just a sign or hang on there's something for me to like to address here like like that's so that's it's it's such a good like yeah like just keeping I guess like canary in the coal mine like it's just like when I start to feel if I start to feel dodgy about weighing myself or resistance to weighing myself it's just something for me to coach myself on for sure I think the recent discovery of the fact that I've lost inches oh yes yeah, do you want more. to share that with the group so yeah I, I put it on circle oh you did okay great yes seven years ago I'm chasing a, a number on the scales that I was seven years ago psychologically it's just under the next stone bracket as well um so I kind of oh, I want to get there because it's the next stone bracket but really struggled um with that because I know I could get there through other restrictive means and I don't want to go back into that place again I'm really enjoying the 
Yes, I think for you all in the Naomi camp of like it's important for you to feel satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, exactly the same. Um, but then I found my old measurements from when I weighed that number in 2017 and then took new measurements and in my torso across the three measuring points, I've lost five inches. And I thought, why am I chasing a number on the scale? when actually there is just the shape yeah so the body composition piece like yes yes that's a good thing to to remember that i think it would be tempting to therefore stop weighing because i've kind of separated out the fact that i can be a physically different shape from the number on the scales but it is the canary thing how if, if i leave it just to feel tightness in my clothes that could be another half a stone before i'm getting really uncomfortable um, so I kind of know that I've got a three pound fluctuation range that my body just does. And I've totally accepted that now. Yeah. So, that everyone does. Yeah. It shouldn't ever be a static number. Um, but when it goes above that tolerance, then that is data, that is information that I can then start working on. Yes. Um, yeah. So a lot's happened. That yeah. That's so good to know, Lindsay. Yeah, and also, yeah, like, because if you're waiting till your clothes fit, it's like, it can can take a while. And but then also, if you like have a day where you're really bloated, you can be feeling really blah and like, oh my goodness, I weigh a thousand pounds. But then when you actually weigh yourself, you're like, okay, no, I don't. So it's just like it stops any of that kind of crazy, crazy thoughts as well. So it can work in both directions. So amazing, love that, awesome. Okay, did anyone else want to share? Your yay, Jennifer. Hi. Um, I was I'm a little reluctant to share because when I share, I want it to feel like it applies to everyone, and I'm concerned that oh. this might not apply to everyone. So okay, let's have some selfish uh, coaching today, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is that it will apply to it, even if it just applies to one other person, then that means it's worth it. Or no, actually, even if it does apply to zero other people. It's okay. worth it because it, it helps you and you're part of the group. And so what's good for well, you is good for the group. Okay. Um, I'm struggling a bit. Um, I have some health issues and after feeling somewhat okay for a period of time, I'm not. Oh, and uh, for the past few weeks, I have not um, felt well. And the scale has gone up considerably the scale has gone up. So um, I'm finding, I, I listen closely to today. So it sounds like um, when I'm eating my meals, I think maybe um, it's a comfort. If I'm not feeling well and I'm eating, it's a comfort. And so I think I'm less listening to yeah my fullness or satiation and it's not like i'm gorging i'm just eating like a tiny bit more um maybe because it's comforting so i don't know if you have any suggestions but i am projecting and i'm thinking like i'm really spiraling in my head because i can go into a flare and it can it can last for a while. And so I, I'm projecting that this is, I'm projecting and I shouldn't be projecting, but oh. for the piece that is, I'm sort of not stopping immediately when I feel satiated. So 
any thoughts? Yeah. So first of all, like this, like, so you're worried that the, whatever the health condition is that has flare ups and times where it feel where it's awful. And so you're in this, like, Oh, I think this is going to like, it's, I'm, it's going to get worse. And so you're worried about that. Yeah. So I think like, like, of course that's really challenging Jennifer and like, like just bringing that compassion, self-compassion into, into like seeing that and acknowledging that. And like for all of us, like we all know, like we've all got health stuff that, and you're like, we start to worry of, oh, hang on, this could be really, get really bad. And like, that's really normal to have that, that's those spiraling thoughts. Um, Do you have any suggestion as to how to maybe separate, separate out the, um, maybe the com is there a way to disconnect the comfort for when you're eating and do you have any suggestions like i've identified that i'm eating just a tiny bit more so do you have any suggestions as to how i kind of like stop eating a little bit more yeah so like let's like find ways to comfort yourself so, so like let's i think like finding other ways to comfort yourself and bringing those in to your life oh. <laughs> And the other, the other piece of the puzzle is um, I kind of like don't care. It's like because I don't feel well, like normally I might be, like normally I'm like, well, this is what I'm doing and this is easy and I can follow this. But like when I don't when I don't feel well, I don't care. And it's almost like, excuse me for using bad language, but go, go. I'm just like really bitchy. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I know I'm supposed to. I'm satiated. I know I'm supposed to stop eating, but I don't care. It's like when you don't feel well, it's like, it's almost like nothing. Okay. All right. But I hear the piece about finding another way to comfort myself. What about the part where I'm saying like, yeah, I know I recognize this cue, but I don't care because I don't feel well. So yeah. So let's, let's bring some compassion to that part of you as well, Jennifer, because that part of you, like, um, and like, actually, like, it can be helpful to like, see that as like, that's, I don't know, like, this is like, maybe it's like, I don't think it's, it's two-year-old Jennifer. Hey, but maybe it's a bit like teenage Jennifer. And she's like, I don't care. I've got this, I'm worried about this health stuff. I don't care about weight stuff. Like, I don't care. I want to just feel good. Like I've got all this stuff that's making me not feel good. And so yeah. of course, like that, that don't care thoughts coming up okay yeah and so like and I actually like I, th I think like what will be like I don't don't know how you feel about writing but I think getting these the swelling out of your head and onto paper is going to be helpful and then and when the don't care voice comes in go yeah of course like we don't care like and and actually like not trying to shut it out and not trying to make it wrong like actually going of course and 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 bringing that acceptance into it. Okay. Because at the moment you're resisting, you're like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. And that I think that that makes well, the when, voice speak up louder. <laughs> so when at first, like last week or whenever I started to not feel so great, I was like, well, it's just a meal. And then it became more than one meal because I just wasn't feeling well. And now we're into the second week and it's like, okay. And I'm really starting to see a difference. And so I kind of was like, just trying to be gentle with myself. Like, 
yeah, you okay. don't care. And yeah, you don't feel well. It's okay. fine. You're yeah. not worried about, you know, how much you're eating. Uh, okay. But I don't want the scale to keep going. Yeah, You can cool. only say that for so long. Like at first I was like, it might be just a day or two that this is happening. So I was kind of like, just be gentle with yourself. But at some point I, I don't want it to keep coming up. But I think I will use the tools and try to think of another way to comfort myself. Yeah. So do you have any sense of other ways to comfort yourself, Jennifer? Like, is there any? Um, well, okay. We're being recorded and I'm going to. I can pause it. I can, I can pause the Would you like me to re pause the recording? I can, I'm happy no, to do it's okay. That. I will. <laughs> I think in my mind, I have a favorite stuffed animal and I think Aww. I will just spend some, I will just spend some time with my favorite stuffed animal. And um, yes, perhaps rather than overeating, I will, I will write and um, do things that will make me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So you've got one thing, like, let's focus on that one thing this week. You're going to have some, some time with your stuffed animal. Oh, I love that, Jennifer. That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks for letting me share. And uh, yeah. thanks for everyone. As, like I said, this may not apply. And it's one of the reasons why I am above my goal weight, because this is continuing to be an issue where I'll be fine and then I won't be fine. And it's. Yeah. And this is normal. Like, this is like, like. Like you should see my like my business journey. It's like two step forward, ten steps back. Like it's just, and this is how how we like progress is never straight and linear. So what you're doing is like really natural and really human and really like everyone's journey. Like it's up and down and up and down and like downs and then ups and then so like it, yeah, it's never a straight line, Jennifer. So you're in doing exactly the right thing. And also, so it sounds like Jennifer, like the overeating's just happening at meal times. It's not you're not like going in, in between like snacking and doing like random grazing no i i am no not random grazing but i snack between lunch and dinner but i've identified that so i think particularly on days maybe when i'm not feeling so well i think i need to have an earlier dinner time Ooh. and having a smaller snack and just having an earlier dinner time yeah, cool, cool. That's a great. That's something that you can that you can do. So let yourself feel really good about that because, like, if like some people like when they when they're feeling blur and they're comfort eating, it's more than just meal times. It's like they start to go to the fridge or the pantry like after dinner and they're going back and going back and going back. So the fact that you're not is actually like that's amazing that you've got that intentionality. <laughs> All right. like, 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 can you feel like yourself feel? Little, yeah, there we go. There's always something that's working well. Then. Yeah. 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 And like, yeah. So bringing your dinner early sounds good. And also maybe like just being intentional about your serving sizes, Jennifer, so that you don't have to stop like, go, okay, well, like probably only going to need this and knowing that you can go back and have more later if you need it. And that's okay. But then because having like, if you engineer your environment so that you've got that pause point, then at the end of the plate, and that's probably going to be enough, then, then you can like go, oh, okay, like maybe now it's, if I, I'm feeling discomfort, I can go and do something nice with myself for myself as well. I'm already doing that. And as you're talking, I'm realizing, you know, 
I don't know that I'm eating that much more, but given that I haven't been feeling well, I've been very sedentary, whereas I might be just, you know, yeah. out and about and burning calories and I'm just not because, okay, that's more information for me. Yeah, cool. And so it's like, not from a, like, oh, I should like, I don't think of the, the sedentary thing. Just think about, okay, well, what's like, what do I need? Like what's going to feel satisfying and don't worry about the, like, the being sedentary not being sedentary stuff like the, like burning calories just think about it like letting yourself feel satisfied but but that you not don't need to have maybe when maybe we are when you are unwell that you don't need as much to feel satisfied and so serving yourself accordingly okay yeah thank yeah. you Jill oh Jennifer I'm sorry to hear that like you've got some stuff coming out like that's tough like yeah, but and well done. Like having that awareness, so good. And like you, or and I love that you knew something that was going to comfort you. So like that's so good too. Like that you have that self awareness. Yeah, amazing. Okay, okay. So did anyone else have anything they wanted to coach on before we we wrap up? No. Oh, gonna say goodbye to Cat. Oh, yeah, Dean. Yeah, for Can sure. A teeny tiny, well, it's actually a pretty big win. Um, but so as Jules knows that I've spent now, this is my third year in Naturally Healthy Club. And a lot of it has been about around emotions and coaching and interpersonal relationships. So this past, it was only yesterday, because um, today is Monday, not Tuesday, because when I come to calls, I get very confused. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the future. <laughs> That's right. Um, that... The girls had their report cards and really we've gone back to struggling about screens and not being supportive. But Jacob and I had a big, long conversation before the girls with no getting upset and staying calm and made a plan. And then we delivered the plan to the girls. And now he, but I let him take the lead and he's doing a lot of the leading. So I don't feel so alone. And there was only one tiny blip of upset in that whole process and I really feel like that that is just a huge step forward. Amazing. Like, so you guys were working together as a team. Yes. Oh, I love it, Adine. I love it. Oh, great. Oh, beautiful. Excellent. And Jennifer, just, just from one person who struggles also with just not feeling well on a regular basis, we are, the eating and the not feeling well is just such a hard struggle. It really is such a real struggle. And you are definitely, your story is not, is, is important to all of us because we all experienced this oh, at one time. I love another. that. Yeah. Thank you, Adrian. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Carol's, Carol's seconding. Amazing. Oh, thank you, everyone. So for those of you that are completing, so been so good to have you in the group and stay in touch. And for you, those of you continuing on next week, we're going to be starting back and Day one of change is possible. Okay, have a fantastic week, um, everyone. We'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you.